Every single night, I have a nightmare about losing teeth or having braces in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> like the embarrassment of having braces? Or? Well, I had braces for eight years. Oh, <laughs> literally from elementary school. I have, I have school nightmares to high about having braces. It's just the I can't imagine the humiliation. <laughs> no, I just just I get them back on. Like they go back to the orthodontist. I say like, nope, you're getting them back on. Oh, so you'd always stress out about the ortho. Yeah, the and then the teeth one, I don't know what it is, but literally like I wake up probably five out of seven mornings, like feel my mouth to make sure I have all my teeth. No way. I don't know what it is. I've Googled it before and apparently it's like you're afraid of like change or something like that. <laughs> like this is what the psychologists say. So that's not good. But. Gotcha. So, I see. And that you're always afraid to change your bets too. So that works. It might be that. Maybe I'm just afraid of just. Maybe. Here's an idea. Knock all your teeth out. You won't lose a bet then. I hope I don't get that far because that's like one of my biggest fear whenever I'm like drinking too is like I wake up and I like lost a tooth somehow like a la the hangover or something like that. So so hypothetically if that were to happen what would, would you just have a heart attack or? It, I wouldn't believe I would probably have a panic attack for sure. Really? Yeah it would be bad. I don't know what it is. It, we'll figure it out though. I don't think we will but. We'll figure it out on this episode of the Goose Egg Gambling Podcast the only podcast that asks for DraftKings credit as a stoff, stocking stuffer. We are presented by DraftKings. Absolutely. I am Matt, a.k.a. the Holly Jolly Man of Folly, and I'm joined by my co-host Jared, a.k.a. Mr. No L. I like that. he takes no L's. Never. I've never lost a bet no, in my never lost life. Never lost a bet in your life. Nope. I'm a perfect. I'll right tell now. you a bet I did lose. I got on the Steph Curry bandwagon that he was going to, like the whole last like week when it was like, oh, if he hits 16 threes this game, he'll break the record tonight. I yeah. placed a bet on that. Oh, if he hits seven threes tonight, he'll break the record tonight. Place a bet on that. I did not place one last night because he only needed two, and it was just the odds just weren't great. So, so side note on that, it looked like they were wearing Knicks jerseys. Yeah, the Warriors have some really goofy alternate jerseys. So is that on purpose? I don't think so. I just think they have so many alternate jerseys they have to start wearing them just wherever <laughs> just to make it like financially yeah. work for them. It's very confusing. But yeah, they were literally blue, orange. I don't get it. Yeah, it was cool. I got it in the garden, though. Yeah, that was a really cool thing. Um, good for him. Do you think so? He hit so he has two thousand nine hundred seventy four. He's on pace to hit three thousand two hundred forty three. It's possible that he could hit five thousand threes before his career is over. Might yeah, he's gonna double his record probably. Yeah, that's insane. It could happen. It's gonna be like the most breakable record ever, right? Because I I wrote down some other. Record you mean that, unbreakable record? Yeah, most uh, most unbreakable yeah, record ever. Right. Because I wrote down some other unbreakable records. I got these credit to SportingNews.com, but I want to run these all these records by you. I want you to tell me which one, if any of these are more or less breakable than Steph Curry if he were to hit 5,000 threes. Okay. So Wilt's a 100-point game. I don't think that's break. I don't think anyone could score 100 in today's NBA. I think defenses are too good. I know they don't always show up, but if someone started to get like close to 100, you got to imagine defenses would lock up on I them. think it is breakable. Really? With just the amount of three-pointers that you see nowadays. Mm-hmm. And there's probably another Steph Curry out there that's probably eight years old. Do you think he's alive right now? The person who's going to break Steph's record? Isn't that exciting? I think it is. I think it is too. Like yeah. I think it's some kid out there who's like mo- who's motivated by last night, who's shooting right now. Like a little Luke Skywalker. Just Something like, like that. A new hope. Because I don't know there. who in the league would break it right now. Like Luke or Trey Young maybe, but I think they're already too far behind. And kids nowadays, they're going to obviously idolize Steph Curry. Yep. You know, back in the day, people were idolizing Reggie Miller, Ray Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh Kobe, LeBron, Fred Hoiberg, you know, great, great three. Wally Zerbiak, <laughs> you know, uh, Michael Olamacandy. So people mm-hmm. like that. So I think people will. I mean, there's kids that would be obviously influenced by Curry. Yeah. So you do think the, re- the record will be broken at some point? Yeah. OK, I got another one for you. 
Wilt once averaged 48.5 minutes per game in a league with 48 minute games. Do you think that will ever, ever get broken? Unless we have robots playing. I don't think that happens. Yeah, I agree. Um, Just like there's probably metal parts out there that could be a robot. And, and they're alive they're, right now. They're, right <laughs> they're, now. they're inspired by Wilt Chamberlain tape. Yeah. There's metal sitting out there right now. 100%. <laughs> we got another one. Walt Bellamy once played 88 regular season games in an 82 game season. What? <laughs> oh, he got traded, he got traded around. Yeah. Shit, that might happen. <laughs> it could be. I could see that being like a God, who would even be an equivalent to that? Fuck. Like a J.R. Smith, just like a journeyman. Yeah, some, type. something like that. Like a Harrison Barnes. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets moved around a lot. Fuck. That might happen. I don't it could know. be. I'm 50 50. All it takes lot. is one crazy season, but then you think they're like rest some games too at yeah. this point. You never know. Definitely like a guard. I don't think it's a big man. No, Unless, definitely not. Yeah, it'd have to be a, a guard or something. Yeah, I just thought that was crazy. I had two more. AC Green once played 1,192 consecutive games. So that's Ooh. like 10 seasons worth. I don't think that'll be broken. That's more than 10 seasons worth. Because I think. <sighs> And but the, he came off the bench. He just played. He did not start. So that is a thing. Okay. But he was active for that amount of games. So like he'd play one minute and that would yep. count. It's like a Cal Ripken type of thing. Yeah, it might be possible. I mean, I guess LeBron's been hurt so already. Because so, LeBron was an Iron Man before that. He might have had a chance, but. How many games? 1,192. So that is like divide by 82. That's what? Holy 13 shit. seasons straight. Wow. Yeah. It has to be a bench player. Can't it would, be a starter. Yeah, it would never be a starter, I don't think. But I, I could see, see again, being like a role player, like say Duncan Robinson. Right. <laughs> transfers his game, Robinson. something like that. Yeah, I like, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I have a 50-50 on that yeah. one too. And then the last one I have, Rashid Wallace once got teed up 41 times in a season and players nowadays are suspended after 16. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that one's pretty possible. I could see Draymond Green going off the rails towards the end of his career. Sure, but I think the NBA was will probably get more stricter. And stricter I think, yeah, I think they would like take like a month, a month long suspension or something like that. Right. This I don't is, think they would let it keep letting it fly. Yeah, but like before Malice at the Palace, yeah, definitely. Like yeah, David Stern let it fly. I don't think Adam Silver would. No, you can't even look at somebody. You get teed up. Yeah, exactly. Too soft. It is a soft league. <laughs> I, I am definitely like 90s NBA was better or like early 2000s NBA was better. I agree, but it's starting to come back a little bit. Like the three points are down this year. Granted, we are early in the season, but sure. I do think the league is heading in the right direction, especially now that they fixed the jump in fouls and flops yeah. and stuff like that. And then, there, yeah, I think there will be. Yeah, they just there just needs to be there's like no good post players like great, like back against the board. What's interesting is down. teams don't really have unique identities anymore. The Warriors do, but that's kind of, and the Bucks kind of do, but like they're like back in like the 2000s and 90s, like every team had their own personality because they were all like played very differently. And like football teams are like that now too. They play differently, but in basketball, everyone is kind of just like you have one big man and everyone around just like shoots threes. Right. So I kind of miss when teams would have unique identities to them. Yeah. And I just hate back and forth three pointers. Just like it's, du- it's like dueling though. Yeah, but it's just you're just watching people shoot the ball. I don't know. I'm not. I a big suppose fan. I do like conflict around the rim. I think that's what sells the most. I like ball movement, screens, backdoor passes. <laughs> big Spurs guy. Big Spurs guy. Oh, I'm a big boy. pop guy. Not big in the superstars, I would guess. Nope, I'm all teams. There you go. <laughs> yeah, my favorite player is Wally Zerbiak. There he is. <laughs> also, I liked watching uh, and Larry Bird. <laughs> Uh, I really like watching Rip Hamilton play. Yeah. He's a great mid-range shooter. He was. I do enjoy the mid-range. That's why I like Devin Booker a yeah. lot. Devin Booker is a very old school player. And like nowadays in the NBA, the mid-range is pretty much always wide open. I don't get why more players don't do it. KD does. He's really good at 
Yeah, in there. it's like free two points. Like if you just work on your mid range. I think the analytics nerds just kind of took over for a bit, and everyone like they would say Daryl Mooney, the Rocket or Seventy Sixers now GM. His whole thing was that like not taking a bad shot is better than missing a good shot. Okay. Because like he said, it would always make more sense to miss a three than to like try a contested two or something like that. I don't know. And I hate, uh, I hate that. Yeah. I don't like that. And I think the game is slowly starting to move away from that because yeah, the mid range is so wide open. Now people are realizing, Oh, that's just free cheese. If you can get in there. Right. Maybe do a four point play. You know? Do you think the NBA eventually gets to like a four point line behind? The, it's gotta be behind half court. You think? I don't know. Didn't they experiment with that? No, they, they've, thought, they've thought about it. A good, yeah, the big three does have it, but the NBA has like uh, offered it up for voting at like the owners' meetings before. Fuck. I don't think I'd like that. I don't think I would either. <laughs> it would be cool for like teams that are behind more. Like, Or, here's an idea, a four-point line in the second half, not the first half. I don't hate that at all. I think that would be cool. Or maybe just fourth quarter. Yeah, just anything to keep like games closer, I'm all for. Right. Did you ever hear that uh, proposal for two new two point conversion rules or whatever? Like, for you could do a two point conversion from the five, you could do a three point conversion from the ten, and then like so on. I like that. I like that too. Yeah. Oh, as anything that'll keep teams in a game longer, I'm all for personally. So if you do the th- oh yeah, three point conversion would be from the ten, like a four point conversion would be like fifteen yards out. Okay. It was something like that. I don't know if those are the exact numbers. So yeah, hypothetically, if we do four points from a fifteen yard line, how would you handle defensive pass interference? Ooh, that would be a good point. I do not know how they would handle that. Just to replay it down? Because I could just see people just tossing it up trying to get the penalty. Shit like Yeah, that. I would say probably a replay it down would probably be the best way to do it. Or half the distance and still four point play. Yeah. Or like know. Or you have the option to take it back from where you were for like more points or something like that. I don't know. Cause yeah. Couldn't be a spot fall because that'd be BS. Yeah, exactly. Right literally line. just throw them right in the end zone. Yeah. yeah. I would say a replay down would probably be the best way to go about it. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I, I'm all for like the future of the game changing. Next time I'm in the shower, I'll have a thought about that and I'll get back to you on that. I appreciate that you're listening to this or thinking about this podcast in the shower. <laughs> don't listen to it in the shower. <laughs> that would be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have a speaker, so. Really? Not in the shower. Well, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. hey hey Speaking of Christmas, we got a guaranteed moneymaker coming on Thursday Night Football this week. We got a great game. Chiefs, Chargers. Chargers. Three-point game. The Chiefs are favored. The over-under is 52. The Chiefs are quietly the second hottest team in the AFC besides the Patriots. Yeah. I think they're just winning in non-sexy ways. They're just winning with defense and blowing out teams that they should be blowing out. They're running the ball actually decently. Yeah. Their defense is nowhere. Yeah. Their defense has allowed nine points in each of the last three. And they are they're right there with the Patriots vying for that one seed. So I think they're playing with a purpose. They've closed the season with this game, the Steelers, Bengals, Broncos. Nothing crazy. I'd say this is probably the hardest game left. Yeah. Maybe the Bengals, but I would say the Chargers. Yeah. But if the Chargers, on the other hand, if they could find a way to win, they have the division lead. They'll have the tiebreaker over the Chiefs. The Chiefs will be a wild card. And the Chargers will be in position for that number one seed, which is kind of crazy. I feel like the Chargers have had a much worse season than they have. Their losses have been ugly, I think. And yeah, that they, might be what it is. And the Vikings like beat them by like six or seven. And like they were, the Vikings are kneeling down at the end of the game. It felt weird. That is weird. The Chargers they, are just it's never a the case. Team. They really are. And they beat the Chiefs already at Arrowhead this year. I think the Chiefs had four turnovers that game, two fumbles, mm-hmm. two picks. That was like 
when that was like sky is falling for the Chiefs. Yep, week three. Yep, Herbert in the last four games has been on fire. He's thrown 11 touchdowns, but he also has thrown eight picks in the last eight games. Oof does. Their offense is technically outperforming the Chiefs by just a small amount. So it, it does cause some concern. It is in L.A., which is always weird. The home field advantage for L.A. is always a little tricky. There is no home field advantage in L.A. Yeah, pretty much. I think the Rams are starting to develop one a little bit, but Chargers, even that. I think the Chargers move. Back to San Diego, you think? Yeah, I think it'll happen. I do, too. And I was in San Diego last year around this time, actually, and they all missed the Chargers really bad. Yeah, and it was a, I mean, they had a shitty stadium, but I, th- I felt like they always had a great fan base for playoff games. I think it was just the owners, a cheapskate, and he heard he could get a free, st- he could live in a stadium for free, so he went for it. <laughs> Does he live in the stadium? He doesn't live in the stadium, oh. but the team plays in the stadium for free. Oh, they don't pay any rent or anything like that. Wow, they're living rent free. Pretty much. <laughs> no fans. How is that allowed? That's such a bum move. Yeah. At least like offer to pay like what I pay for my apartment in rent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Here's 700 bucks. Yeah, exactly. I'll pay like utilities or I'll like give you a ride to the airport or something. I don't know. (laughs) Pay for the landscaping a little bit. Yeah, exactly. One tree row and that's it. For real. I bet he goes. I bet for for sure Dean Spanos is going there and like trying not to pay for concessions either. He's like, hey, I'm the uh, I'm a guy. (laughs) You hook me up at all. He's got like a coupon punch card. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) From like 1993. Yeah. (laughs) This is for the, sorry, this is for the Coliseum. Uh, it should be good. It doesn't yeah, say well, it expires. Well, we're in LA, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Calling for the manager. It's, oh, God, it's diet. is just hot dogs and nachos. Bro, you are literally worth billions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Take out your fucking Discover card and pay for something. Well, um, it's a rough diet. Yeah, it is. Anyways, uh, Chiefs minus three. I think that's the move for this one. I think the Chiefs are hot. I think this will be a good game, but I think it'll be one of those games where the Chiefs kind of pull away at the end probably make it like a 10 point game something like that i had the over originally listed but i'm getting a little hesitant because it is a divisional game and it's a short week you're afraid to change it a little Uh oh (laughs) a little little bit we were talking about it we recorded the uh suriat show which both jared and i were on today jared's on it all the time but we were both on it today so go check that out but there was a lot of debate on this game about the over and under, and I think I'm going to stay away from the over. I had so much fun betting the over on Monday night, though. Yeah. It was a blast. I got to just do that, only that. It just, seemed like every drive of that game had a big play. Exactly. It was crazy. I don't know why I don't just bet over every single game and just enjoy it. I, I already know. love offense. I, I, I like it's not a smart. It's not a smart move. Right. You like betting the under because you like watching punts. Yeah, it feels good. And then you see like a red zone turnover. And then you get a little excited. You're like, yeah. Why would you be excited for a red zone turn? Because I got so, the under. I guess, but we were so close to a touchdown and you're just cheering like, all right, I need this tight window is here. We got we to gotta get a pick. Why do you think I like the fumble touchback rule so much when you fumble? You, ha- you like that rule? For the under. Get the fuck out of here. That's the worst rule in football. No, it's not. Yes, it is. There's The defense should not get bailed out because a quarterback is reaching for the pylon. Okay, but like the NFL is so pro offense, everything – it seems like all these rules go in favor of the offense. That's true. That I think the defense just needs something. They just need some sort of some glimmer of hope. Some yeah, some I don't little, okay. I don't hate that. You convinced me. Yeah. Look at me changing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So yeah, we're both on the same page here. I think Chiefs minus three. Yeah, I like that. It'll be a fun game. Are you gonna touch the over under at all? I'll take the over. Why not? Over fifty two? Yeah. Shoot, maybe now I should do it. <laughs> Uh, I have no conviction whatsoever. I know. I know you don't. All right. Jared, we've got some Saturday night football. I'm so excited. I wish there was a Saturday night theme song. I'd sing it right now. Live from Cleveland. It's Saturday night. <laughs> okay. That's. Uh, do you, does Carrie Underwood, the Sunday night football song, does she record that every week? 
No. Like, does she have to come to the studio once a week and record or something? No, she does it, like, at the beginning of the year, probably just, like, she only has the one line that changes. But what if a game flexes? They, they usually say, like, they're, like, if you listen, it's a very, it's a very, like, boilerplate, like, like, we're all getting ready for a nasty showdown. But usually, <laughs> usually it's, like, the Packers and the Bears divisional showdown. The pack- Packers and the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> The Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears, Bears for a nasty showdown. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's totally like boilerplate. I think they have, she probably has sung like every team's name and maybe they just throw that in there. So it's just like one day in the offseason, she just goes in the studio and goes Yeah, down. and makes a casual million dollars. Jeez. And they have like the random players coming with no helmet and just like slap the football and dance around her kind of. It's weird. <laughs> Love that song though, but oh my God, the PTSD it gives me. I know. It, yeah, you just makes me think of homework. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, I got such a long day tomorrow. Blah blah blah. This yeah. Like exactly. The, the week. Yeah. This is the last. The last hoorah of the weekend. It is the exactly. And I'm not even like stay awake to watch all of it. Usually, it's usually like, oh shoot, I did not do my math homework today. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do that right now. I thought I was going. I was going to do it during the noon games, and I was going to do it during the late afternoon games. Right. The prime time to do homework was during football night in America. Like little. Show yeah, in between. Yeah. If you can find some way to like fit it all in there, that's but golden. That's like one hour, like one one hour maybe. Yeah, usually, if, especially if you, the afternoon games aren't shit. Right. Just drown out Rodney Harrison and Tony Dungy's blabbering and just. <laughs> you see all the highlights. Like going, they're going faster the highlights, but then you work faster on homework. You're just yeah. like, oh my god, they're almost at kickoff. Also, why do I? This might just be me, but I always feel the need to watch highlights for games I watched in enti- an entirety. Like I watched the entire game, yet I still sit through the highlights. Like, oh, I wonder, oh yeah. wonder what happened there. I do that too. You just need to look again. I guess, especially if the Vikings win, I like to look at the highlights. And really, kind of like be happy about the day. I think my thing is I'm just like, oh, I want to see what the the smart football people thought were the big plays of the game. Right. Yeah, I want to get Tony Dungy's take on this game. Yeah, he's just gonna say everyone has poor character. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a fellow gopher. I can't talk shit. All right, first Saturday night game, we've got. The Las Vegas Raiders versus the Cleveland Covids. Yes, that's a good name for them. Yeah, they are decimated right now. I think they have 19 players and staff members. I'm probably counting. Yeah, it's going to probably be more as the week goes on. They they were favored by a good amount, but this line has obviously swung the Raiders' direction, but not by that much. It's only at minus one. The Browns do have experience with overcoming COVID. They did it last year in the playoffs. But that was just the head coach. That was not their entire offense. Right. They still have most of their defense, though. And their defense is what's been carrying them through games. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, I'm all over this under. I like the under a lot. 39? 39, yeah. Really? That's a good number. Are we just completely throwing Derek Carr out of the equation? Because he still has not had that bad of a year like he's he's showed up big in big games right but it's like you said like their defense is barely touched on COVID right now that's true so and they're and they know they're gonna have to play well to have a chance of this game and just at the playoffs in general I think this is kind of their last gasp yeah so I'm gonna bet the under on this one yeah I, I like the under and plus how much of a downgrade is Case Keenum to Baker Mayfield not that much. If yeah. any other quarterback goes out, you got to imagine the line is swinging like four or five points. And then last time Case Keenum played for the Browns was that Broncos Thursday night game. They won. And that under hit. So the under like, did? I don't yep, remember. It that. was like 17 to 14 score, 20 to 14. Something yeah, like that's that. right. It was bad. So I can see something like that happening again. Yeah, I would not be surprised. A lot of running the football. Yeah, it's going to be a quick game. It's mm-hmm. the afternoon one. It's at 3 30, which is nice. Yeah. I'm thinking Raiders take this one. Just because I'm going to trust the better quarterback, I don't really have any 
conviction either way. I don't think That's I fair. actually will bet on this game, but Raiders minus one just seems like a good way to go about it. Yeah, start start the uh, weekend off right. Yeah, I might throw it on just a tiny little bit. Just test the waters, tip the pinky toe in a little bit, <laughs> see what happens. I like that. But we're treated after we have to sit through this S-H-I-T show. That spells shit show. Language. Yeah, my bad. This is an explicit podcast. We haven't marked. People yeah. know what we're talking. People know what we're about here. <laughs> After that, we sit through that. We have the Patriots and Colts game, that. which I think is the best game of the week. Yeah, I agree. It is. The Patriots are. I still don't know why, but the Patriots are not favored in this game. The Colts are favored by two and a half. The over under is forty five. Why is that the case? Is it just home field? Yeah, and the Colts they're not bad. They're not. They've been really hot. And I told people on this podcast. Watch out for the Colts this year. Yeah, Frank Reich's a great coach. He is. Carson Wentz is playing well despite like the highlight turnovers that he always has. Right. He's good for one of those a game, but it, like if everything else he does is good, mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of works. The team seems to like playing with him. They're in a <laughs> lot of joy out of that. Um, <laughs> they gave him a high five here and all against. Yeah, exactly. Like They're they smiling like around him. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what's his face? Why can't I think of the running back's face right now? Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. There it is. Mm-hmm. He's playing at an MVP level. It's a, really a tale of two defenses, though. The Patriots are first in points allowed per game. The Colts are ninth. And the, the line has kind of moved around a bit. It moved 0.5 in, Col- in the Colts' favor. Hmm. Again, which is interesting to me. The hmm. Patriots are on a seven-game win streak versus the spread. Yeah. So taking them has been guaranteed for the last two months. Right. So I think my this is my lock of the week is uh, our free cheese, I should say. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> Patriots plus two and a half. I love it. And here's I, the reason. Okay. I told you earlier. Uh the Patriots have been doing intel on the Colts watching their hard knocks episodes. Do you really think Bill Belichick is sitting down every Wednesday night on HBO and watching hot hard knocks? Maybe Steve or, Belichick is. Maybe. <laughs> his, his son. So I think they'll get some good intel. Maybe they'll slip a little raw footage to the Patriots, oh the HBO God. crew. You never know. Do you actually think they were cheaters? Patriots? Um to a point. I think they, it was one. It was an Air Bud thing. Like, there's no rule that you can't do this. They found that out, and then it just sounded so <laughs> sketchy that they changed the rule around it. I don't know. I read the whole Patriots Dynasty book, and it actually made me change their change my mind on the Patriots. I used to hate them with a burning passion. Right, but now you read your propaganda book, and now you're all in on the Patriots. So that's it's <laughs> propaganda is a strong word. It's <laughs> written by an unbiased author. <laughs> No, I, it's so true. I'm such a sucker for shit like that. It takes like one book, one article, one video to change my life, my mind on lifelong convictions so quickly. Anyone here could change my mind with three sentences. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Which yeah. I've heard, I've heard being very flip floppy is great for a podcast host. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> you can't lose if you're flip floppy. Exactly. So I'm excited. I think this is a very highly technical chess match. Mm. I think it's going to be a lot of long drives, a lot of like clock management, a lot of playing the field position game. And like I said on the Sir Yacho, I think this game's going to come down to who's going to go for a fourth down when yep. they shouldn't yep. and it, whether or not they get it or not. It's going to come down to one or two coaching decisions. It's not going to come down to any player on the field unless there's like a big turnover or something like that. Right. I but, like I like that. I yeah. just I just think the Patriots shut down the Colts. I just see Carson getting rattled. It, it is going to take Carson playing well because they're obviously going to take away Jonathan Taylor. That's what Patriots do. Right. So I think it'll come down to that. And I don't know. If, do the Colts have great receivers? I can't Michael re- Pittman's pretty good. Yeah, he's good. I like him. T.Y. Hilton's been out all year. But then they got J.C. Jackson and Matt Judon. 
with mm-hmm. Patriots. Ah, they're just solid defense. It's just hard. It's so hard for me to bet against a great defense. That's like the hardest thing to do. Yeah, I would. Because that's how you win games late in the year too. Obviously. Yeah, I would agree with that. The Colts just play such a weird brand of football. They just play super safe and just. They get out of every game, kind of. I feel like they feel like they're just playing every game not to lose, and they end up winning. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, they're well coached. I think Frank Rex a great coach. I agree. Yeah. Um, I've gone back and forth with this game, and I still might change my mind before the game starts. But I'm also taking the Patriots plus two and a half. I also don't hate Patriots money line plus one twenty five. Mm, yeah. I think the Patriots could easily win this game. I think I would be I would be more shocked if the Colts won this game than the Patriots. That's where I'm at right now in my heart. So I would t- I think I'm going to take Patriots money line. I also like the under at 45. Oh yeah, a big under on this one. Yeah, I think that's where most of my action will be for that one. Not yeah, not many overs this week. No, it, we're getting to that time of year. Yeah, the September football is over. Where we're seeing 60 point over unders now. They're moving to the 40s. Mm-hmm. Weather's getting cold. People are tightening up. You're you're just hating every second of that. I am. I'm miserable. I actually don't watch football anymore. <laughs> I stop. I stopped watching football at Halloween. I've been lying to you guys the last few episodes. <laughs> if I can't go outside, I'm not watching football. Exactly, which is which is counterintuitive. <laughs> Spent all the warm fall days inside watching football. I just stare at the wall. Um, Sunday, the slate is kind of speaks for itself. Um, I just picked the one game I think is the absolute lock of the week. Green Bay Packers minus five, Baltimore Ravens. I've placed this bet already. I fucking love this bet. The news out of Baltimore is only going to get worse as the week goes on. It's not going to be like, oh, Lamar Jackson is magically healed. Right now, he's doubtful. He has a sprained ankle, which is going to take him out of... He's not going to be great at running the ball. And I'm sorry. I know the numbers say he's improving. He's not that great of a uh, pocket passer yet. He can't just stand in there without... When he doesn't have the element of running... He definitely does rely on his running. Exactly. Like the reason he's he can get off good pocket passes because there's a couple spies on him at all times. Right. If people know he's not going to run, like in the playoffs on those third and sevens, everyone always talks about, oh, you got to complete the passes on third and seven to win in this league. <laughs> when they do that, that's where he struggles. And he's getting be- he's getting better at it, but he's not good enough to beat this Packers defense. So five points. I absolutely love it. I think the offense will steamroll. The Ravens' defense is depleted as hell. They yes. lost another corner the other day. Yeah, Devontae Adams is going to have a monster game. If anyone has him on their fantasy team, they're lucky because he's going to do well for you. I don't think Lamar's going to thrive. He's not only hurt, he's also just been playing bad lately. Before mm-hmm. the injury, he had four picks against the Browns. He, I mean, he lost against the Browns again this week. I don't remember who they played between the two Browns games. Yeah, but definitely not no flashes of brilliance lately. Yeah, he's he's completely out of the MVP talks like he was at the beginning of the season. Right. I still think he's a good quarterback. I think he's just limited when he has to stay in the pocket. That's why you're taking away someone. Anytime you take away any quarterback's best attribute, they're going to struggle. Yeah, absolutely. So I like Packers minus five. Um, in fact, I love it. I'm just, if I was a Packers fan, I'd be nervous about my team. Why is that? Is it just the special teams? Special teams and Rodgers' foot. I don't think Rogers' foot is as big of a deal as you've been making it out to be all week. I just don't think it'll improve if he gets one bad game of blocking. Like That's gets, true. It gets, all it takes is a couple bad hits. He gets sacked six times in one of these games upcoming. They really need that one seed, the Packers. They do. <laughs> like bad. Yeah. That's why I think they're going to play with some urgency. Sure. Because they definitely need rest and some healing. It's going to be nice, too, that they're going to have that built-in excuse for when they lose the NFC Championship. Oh, Rodgers was hurt. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm already <laughs> prepared for that to happen. I think even Packers fans just know they just don't win the NFC Championship. It'll, it'll It's going to be the same thing. Tampa Bay is going right. to go into Green Bay. Or even the Cardinals. I mean, 
It's hard to beat the same team twice. I don't think the Cardinals can go into, but I guess they are better on the road. I I keep that's very and counterintuitive. And also depends if they play that game in Arizona again. If the Cardinals get that's the true. Seed. The NFC one seed could either be Arizona, Los Angeles, Green Bay, Tampa. or Tampa. Right. Those are four very different places to play in. Yep. The the home field is very important in the NFC playoffs this year because especially nowadays with the seventeen playoffs. Yep, exactly. Conference. I don't know if the Rams can go into Green Bay. I don't know if like. Green Bay can go down to Tampa. There's so many different, like, what ifs. The only thing I'm sure of is that Tampa Bay can beat anybody. Yeah, I'd agree. Just because of Tom Brady. Yeah, it's just the Tom Brady factor, the TB12 factor. 100%. Yeah, so Packers minus five. You're thinking Ravens plus five maybe? Or you just going to stay away from this one? Uh, you convinced me. I I don't like betting. the. I, I, I do bet the Packers quite a bit, but I don't know. I'll probably just stay away. I could just see the Packers kind of having a shitty game. They are due for one. Yeah. It's been a while. I mean, they kind of played shitty against the Bears, but it's mostly just their special teams. Their special teams might end up being a problem. That I could see that'll be what costs them in the NFC Championship. They'll cruise the NFC Championship, and then they'll have, like, two muffed punts. Like, or, remember when the Niners played the Giants in the NFC Championship, and that one yes. that one guy, was he, like, muffed oh, two punts? Kyle Williams. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And he was just, like, the goat of the week. And then, but then he was saved when, I think, Billy Cundiff missed the gimme field goal to send... The or someone dropped a pass. Yeah, that was a weird game. That was years ago. Yeah, that was was, a decade ago. Yeah, I was really aging myself. But yeah, I just remember there was two like games that were lost by two individual players. Yeah, that's what it comes down. I mean, special teams always comes down to that. I mean, Brandon Bostic with the Packers. Um, God, there's got to be nothing worse than being a punt returner. Yeah, I don't think you. you, I mean, you could pay me enough, but it would be miserable. Do you think you can catch one punt in the NFL? I tried a couple of times with the jugs machine back in high school, like where they would just shoot it up in the air and I would. I'm not talking. I'm talking about NFL. NFL? <laughs> if you give me a hundred tries. No, I don't think I could. I would be constantly like, cause what I would fair. Okay. I would fair catch it every oh, time. You have to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How do they do it? Like, how do they know when to fair catch it and when not to? Peripheral vision. I get like, if you're going like this, like you're looking up right now, I can't tell if someone's like, running at me full speed and if so how can you tell how far away they are but what about this if you can't fair catch it could you field one punt no errors <laughs> um you get 100 tries okay i could catch one punt no fair catch i could catch one <laughs> am i getting some sort of like financial reward or something or is this just for like just to no, just straight up just to know if i could do it um just think of the bragging rights though yeah, I fielded a punt on the Panthers special teams. That'd be really cool. Um, I could field one punt, but I would get leveled right. It would be fumble. I could catch one, but I would just fumble it right away. Okay, so it would be with no error. Oh, no, okay, error. with no error? Yeah. I don't think I could do it with no error, no. Could you? No, fuck no. Oh, There's God. no way. It would be so scary. Imagine all your teeth coming out. <laughs> you wear two mouth guards. I would have to. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, I changed my mind. I am not going to be that guy who says I could go out there and do anything that those athletes do. So I could not. I could not catch a single punt. I could fair catch three out of a hundred. Oh, but even then, catch, if you see, yeah. even, even then, if you bobble it, they're allowed to just clobber you. The second you don't catch it cleanly, they're allowed to just pummel, pummel I think, you. I think three's fair out of a hundred. Yeah, a hundred. Yeah, easily. <laughs> Because it takes me at least the first 40 to like just learn to get to where the ball's going. All right, here's how about this one. Uh, do you think you'd be a good holder? No. Really? I do not perform well under pressure. Gotcha. And there is so much pressure involved. That I overthink things to the max. 
I would, it would be a Romo situation. I would, oh, yeah. I would, that is the thing I am probably the least confident <laughs> in on a football field. I feel like that's like the quote unquote easiest thing to do. You would think, but you have to catch it, then spin it around. Like if I caught this ball right now and spun it around, I would for sure like spin it too far or I would like press it down and have it like slide out like that. What about you get a month of practice? Then I could hold one. I could do extra points. I don't know. Game winning field goals take me out though. Gotcha. What about you? I have small hands. I don't think I could do it. I'm sorry. But I'm clutch as hell, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm fucking ice water in my veins. Yeah. So I, I think I, yeah. I could get one out of 100 probably. Okay. It's not saying a lot, but. Yeah, it's, some, it's something. It's better than, it's not better than any guys do in the NFL. <laughs> but it is something. Uh, is there any other games you loved on Sunday? Um, I have one more. I don't. I don't love it, love it, but Falcons plus nine and a half against the Niners. I just feel like that spreads a little high. I agree. So I just kind of a shot in the dark on that one. Yeah, and it's in it's in San Francisco, right? But they've also had some struggles there as well. Yeah, I don't. I think Niners are a good team, but I don't think they're nine point favorite team. Plus, I guess I don't know how much this helps, but Matt Ryan does know Kyle Shanahan's system yeah, pretty well. Go. He might be able to go into Arthur Blank's office and tell him th- some things i don't know hey he likes to run the ball <laughs> oh thanks <laughs> appreciate that hey, you remember this guy he's got a picture about right yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know i just it seems high i agree it's just a kind of a shot in the dark bet like maybe a parlay bet type thing so i don't know yeah i like that i, I should get back into parlays i kind of <laughs> we've oh, got like a month without mentioning parlays i said the p word yeah i just <laughs> it's like in uh finding nemo when the shark smells blood yeah, yeah, <laughs> for the yeah. first time he just goes back to his old ways <laughs> yep that's you i love that so um i was sitting around last night and really? there's no believe it or not and there's no sports on tuesdays which is kind of a bummer because sports are the only thing i watch on tv yeah same like at all i don't watch movies even i don't watch netflix shows i i've seen like three shows in my life i've seen like seven movies in my life wow i'm trying to fix that though so last night I purposefully sat down and watched it was on TV. I watched Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh. And my gambling lizard brain started <laughs> lizard st- brain started rolling a little bit. And I it got me thinking cuz also I was also watching Jake Paul TikToks. Okay. I was I was multitasking. I was watching Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Jake Paul TikToks. It's just a lit Tuesday. It was so cool. <laughs> I was doing my laundry at the same time. (laughs) It was unreal. I wish I could relive it, but I probably won't ever be able to. But it got me thinking, if I were to personally box each of the reindeer, what sort of odds would I be getting? So I I got some written down. I want you to tell me if they're bullshit or not. Okay. So this this would be my odds against the reindeer. So me versus Dasher, I got plus 110. I think Dasher is fast. Yeah. But based off the name, I think Dasher's got a little one two punch. I think you lose against Dasher. He's probably a little quicker than you are. Okay, but it's still kind of a pick 'em. 110. Yeah. Keep in mind, I'm not a fighter at all. I've never really thrown a punch in my life. Yeah, but it's a fucking, But it's against a deer. It's a wimpy deer. So. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm going based off of the Rudolph animations where they're like little oh, stick okay. ones or whatever. I gotcha. Yep. Uh, Dancer, I got minus 200. I could knock out Dancer. Yeah, but he's probably lighting on his feet, though. He's a dancer, so you think? Yeah, I I would be nervous about that one. Okay, I think that goes the distance. I think you're gonna tire yourself. That's de- decision. <laughs> I think it's like a Mah- I think dancers like Muhammad Ali, it's just laying on his feet, dancing around you. Okay, kind of a rope a dope action. So so far, I'm zero and two against the reindeer. You yes, think? yeah. Okay, 
This one I'm confident. Prancer minus 500. I'm knocking out Prancer. Prance. Prancer is, not, there's no decision. It's round one or two knockout. I could see Prancer getting a little lucky though on you. Why? It's kind of like that uh, when Mike Tyson lost, uh, was it Buster Douglas back in the day? Uh-huh. It was an upset out of nowhere. Yeah. I think that you might think happen Prant- to you. So 0-3 so far. Yep, I don't think he beat him. Okay. Vixen plus 250. Vixen's probably a badass. <laughs> I don't know anything about Vixen. I think Vixen could fuck me up. Vixen's probably got the coolest name though. We'll get to that because I think someone else does. Vixen, <laughs> Vixen is not the biggest favorite right now. The red, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you recall? <laughs> no. Uh, Vixen is not the favorite right now. Comet minus 235. Comet, I feel most confident against Comet out of any other, other deer. Comet might be guns a-blazing, though. It's just like, you think Comet's got nothing to lose? That Comet's just like, <laughs> go out there swinging. So you, you got to save your energy on that one. Um, but... I think Comet pulls it off. I think he's, they slip one punch and you're done. Okay, so I'm 0-5 right now, according to Jared. Cupid minus 110. I think I could take Cupid, but at the same time... So, I think- think about Cupid is he's he's going to show you so much love and sportsmanship that you're not going to want to beat him. So, I think you also lose that one. See, I do have that human right. aspect to the whole thing. Like, Cupid will, like wish me luck before the fight or right exactly like and then you'll like i don't really want to hit cupid that hard plus cupid just has the ultimate middle child energy oh definitely stuck in like what is it sixth place on the sled or something like that <laughs> sixth place this is yeah it's tough to are remember. they all related i think they're all family members or something i don't know i don't know oh. i thought maybe they're not that'd be weird if they are i guess there should be are there some of them boys and girls i kind of thought they're all boys but maybe i just need to check my Vixen biases like at the door name. Vixen, yeah. So does Cupid. Donner, I'm a little scared of. Donner. Donner plus 190. Donner. Uh, I think Donner is the, like probably the older one of the deer. I think Donner's got like experience. Donner's got a little gray around the... Oh, yeah. You lose that. Though. Around the There's the no way. Nose. He's probably way more experienced. He's got way more life experience than you do. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah. I mean, she's been around the entire world. You haven't. So... I mean, I'm getting close. I've, I've visited like six states in the last year. Do you have a passport? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, that's. I've only re- I've only been to Mexico and Canada though. I'm trying to. Okay, well, that's one of my goals for the next year is to travel somewhere new. Well, you've never been to the North Pole, have you? I have not. Okay, uh, that doesn't. Yeah, where are we boxing? That's are we, a huge. Are, are we are we boxing in the North Pole for their home field? Also, are we doing this on Showtime? How is it, are we doing this on Triller? How is this happening? <laughs> Hallmark, obviously. Hallmark. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It also, is it indoors? It's got to be indoors. It's boxing. Okay. It's doing the North Pole. The elves can be the. The referees. We can get Mrs. Claus to be the ring girl. There you go. What's Santa gonna do? Announce it. Yeah. Santa, if, no, if I if I any deer I beat, I gotta take their spot on the sled, or I get extra <laughs> presents. Then you gotta work on Christmas Eve, but that would suck. But yeah. that's also the one day year where you work. <laughs> I think Santa's got it pretty good. Yeah, they're probably salary all those deer. You think? I don't think the deer get paid. I think the elves. The elves are for sure underpaid. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> the elves are for sure on they're some Amazon. Miserable. They're on some Amazon shit. <laughs> I can tell you right now, those elves are not getting a fair wage. They need to take a union. So just, they have to work during the holidays too. That's so shitty. They have to work like extra hours during the holidays. Yeah, they're just grinding away. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, nah, no, their whole diet's just cookies. Yeah. So. I don't stand a fucking chance against Blitzen. I'll tell oh, you that no. right now. Bl- no. Blitzen is, pl- I have plus 1,500. If I can somehow pull off a win against Blitzen, that's the upset of the yeah, century. He's big deer on the block for Blitzen's sure. Blitzen's giant. He's got like racing stripes shaved yes. to the side of his head. Yeah. He's got a tattoo with like a heart and says mom in it. <laughs> There's <laughs> no way. He's chewing oats the whole time. <laughs> it's got knobbers of oats in. 
<laughs> yeah, but and he's also last on like the sleigh, so he's got oh, fucking yeah. chip on his shoulder. Yeah, definitely. Don, Blitzen. Blitzen's like in the back. His alpha's lead from the back of the pack. <laughs> Blitzen is the actual alpha of that group. Yeah, yeah. There's no chance. And finally, I am fucking sleeping, Rudolph. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I am putting Rudolph on the fucking ground, on the fucking mat, whatever it is. Rudolph is overrated. Rudolph is a scrub. Rudolph did not deserve what he got, the treatment he got after going around and saving Christmas one night. With it, it's it, real, real, yeah, real quick. Uh, like fucking Santa just uses Rudolph for his fucking nose. Yeah, what's with that? Rudolph got gaslit. <laughs> Big time. And what a piece of shit Santa is. Just fucking. <laughs> he turns a blind eye to this bullying. But like when it's convenient for Santa, he brings on Rudolph. Yeah, I guarantee you if that story took place today with LED lights, Santa's, oh, yeah, not, going, yeah. Santa's not going to Rudolph. Well, you can put way. an LED light on each of their noses. Yeah, year. exactly. It's so Rud- stupid. And then Rudolph gets all gassed up. He thinks he's going down in history because he saved one Christmas. Yeah. Like- There's people who have saved generations of people. There's people who have survived genocide that don't go down in history. Exactly. And Rudolph saves one Christmas, so he thinks he's going to go down in history. Also, get you- the fuck out of You have of a here. magic sleigh and you can't see? Yeah, you'd think that thing has built-in headlights or something. Your sleigh can fly. Not only fly, that can go around the entire world in one night but you don't have but, lights but you don't but you don't have fog lights <laughs> get the fuck out of here you need a wimpy deer to like ha- just use his nose yeah you need to pull up some sort of misfit some, yeah. call up go over the island of misfit toys <laughs> yo you're hanging out with the abominable snowman and some fucking freak <laughs> elf who wants to be a dentist hey get over here i'm gonna then he bails on his friends so quickly just to go do it yeah, it's just, it's not a good story. No, it doesn't teach a good lesson either. No, it's just like, so it's like, hey, if you're a freak, use your freak abilities for <laughs> right. for good, I guess. Also, Santa's an around. asshole. Santa's a complete asshole. He turns a blind eye the entire, like his ra- reindeer are clearly bullying this misfit freak who should be in a lab. And Santa turns a blind eye to it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I'm not seeing you, not seeing it. Ah, oh, shit, we, it's windy, huh? It's foggy. <laughs> Hey, where's that little fucking freak reindeer? Let's go get him. <laughs> hey, Rudolph, you want to be you want to be a hero? Yeah, yeah. Keep that fucking glowing nose you got going. Sounds like sounds like I front. got sounds like I got quotas. I really got to get yeah, this done. Yeah, shit. It's like I, I'm slammed at work right now. I could really use you. It's literally the ultimate make a wish thing. Rudolph is oh, yeah, the make a wish reindeer. Yeah, he is definitely. And it probably wasn't even that foggy. That's just what they told him. Yeah, because they were afraid he was. <laughs> Long story short, Santa's just a big old asshole. Santa's a dick. Rudolph's a pussy, and Blitzena scares me. That's the moral <laughs> of that story. So, do you think I beat a single reindeer besides Rudolph? No, you, I think you only beat Rudolph. <laughs> really? Yeah, you just got to aim for the nose. I'm a little you know, start crying or something. That is like his weak spot, like in a video game. <laughs> like oh, definitely. Video yeah. games are always glowing weak spots. But you might get blinded by his nose. That is a fact. I don't think it's that bright in the. In the show, it's not that bright. Well, if it can go across the world through the fog, apparently it's bright. I think we've established that he was not needed at all. <laughs> I think Santa just had like his phone flashlight on behind him the whole time. He's just like, yeah, Rudolph's parents have been just bitch or Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Claus is bitching at like you need to involve Rudolph more in your little reindeer things. Like he can't play in the reindeer games. He's he's underweight. <laughs> Let's see. He's got a bright nose. I can light him while it's foggy. Let's see. Okay, that works. Yeah. All right. Hey, Rudolph, get over here. You get to do the fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Get in the front. Yeah, so I don't have to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was, exactly, he was yeah. originally going to have Rudolph. Can you take Rudolph to fly around with you? Like the first few houses, Rudolph's like, wow, this is so great, Santa. Thank you so much for getting, letting me get to do this. And he's like, ah, shit. Uh, hey, it's pretty foggy. You want to go way up fucking front? Yeah, let's uh, let's put you up front a little bit. Yeah, let's see if you can fly. He, there's no way he could fly either. He's just like running in yeah, the Yeah, wasn't he slipping on the ice in that show? Yeah, he didn't, he didn't even know how to fly. He, 
So the other ones are completely carrying him. Da- Dasher and Dancer deserve a fucking medal if Team anything. Team on their back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's brutal. All right, well, it's good to know that Jared has faith in me that I can beat some reindeer up, but I'm I'm excited. Now I got to rewatch a movie and just with that with that get energy. Hyped. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Watch it before you go to the bars. Just get hyped. <laughs> just get myself ready. <laughs> Listening to fucking back off. I take you. <laughs> yeah, don't let me into any malls this Christmas season. I will ruin things for your kids. Um, all right, guys. We it is also a big fight weekend. You are going to the Jake Paul Tyron Ridley fight. I am. I'm excited for you. I'm jealous. I'll be watching the fight probably through some sort of stream or something okay. like that. Okay. <clears throat> but uh we have it's a perfect occasion for us to have our celebrated fight specialist fight expert you want you keep doing air quotes for some reason i don't know what's what come on now come on now not everyone watches the video i don't know i wasn't doing that our resident shadow boxing expert i will do that one without air quotes because he is the shadow boxing expert ryan the t-shirt guy is going to join us to talk about ufc and the big jake paul tyron woodley fight see you then attention all football fans yes i'm sure we all love action-packed high-scoring nfl games i know i do (laughs) We say it every week. I am obsessed with it. It's my favorite thing in the world. And in the world. It might be. And with the, especially when you combine it with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, which is an official sports betting partner of the NFL and the Goose Egg Gambling Podcast. Hey, yo. You'll be a winner once a single point is scored. One point. They don't even have a one-point play in football. But uh, if they did, isn't it like a two-point conversion or something like that? It's like... Oh, but it could never work. be 1-0. I think it's if like a two-point conversion turns into a safety. I think that's what it is. It's something weird like that. Yeah, like if somehow like a guy ran 98 yards backwards and turned into a safety. Some, I'll, do, I'll crunch the numbers on we'll that. We'll crunch the numbers. Yeah. But that's the only one-point play. But you don't even need that. Just any point is scored and you'll be a winner. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score on DraftKings can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. And if you live in a state where Sportsbook is not available, you can still get in on the NFL action, play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Simple. Simple, easy, money. Three three of my favorite words. (laughs) (laughs) So all you gotta do is you gotta download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code YouBetcha. Bet one dollar on any team to score and win one hundred dollars in free bets. They score, you score. Promo code YouBetcha. That is Y O U B E T C H A. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL and the Goose Game Gambling Podcast. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wage required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the show. And more importantly, welcome back our resident fight expert, Ryan the T-shirt guy. Well, according to the last clip that we put out with me talking about former champions and like, uh, you know, Bruce Buffer brainwashing people into thinking like, mm-hmm. oh, former champion, like he's going to be good, even though he's not. It was 10 years ago. People were getting heated. According to that, you are yeah. not the former fight yeah, champion. According I, to that, you were a casual. I No, you were a casual. Well, they don't know which one of us was commenting that. I was about to jump in the mud, but if anyone wants to talk <laughs> UFC, uh, hit me up at Ryan the T-shirt guy. I'd, I'd love to... Talk your ear off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. Um, and we got some big fights coming on this weekend. We had big UFC card last week. Headlined by uh, Nunez Pena, mm-hmm. and then um, uh, fuck, who was the main Pedro, event? Dustin. Oh, Poirier and oh, yeah, Oliveira. 
Yeah, so, that was the first uh, bet you've given me that lost was yes, uh, I know or whatever. Big time night of upsets. I was went zero for five last weekend. That's brutal. Oops, yeah, do you always have fun watching the fights? I had a good time. It's always a good time, regardless of if I'm winning or I'm losing. Um, because the thing about it is, like, every main event fight then shapes the the next six months to the to a year for like the top of the division that is fighting that night. So like Oliveira wins, Poirier loses. Where does he go next? Does he fight uh does he fight Connor in the trilogy? Does he drop down and fight like a number four or five? Mm-hmm. Does he move up to 170? Um so had he won, he's gonna fight 155 for the title again, right? But yeah. now that he lost, it's like what does he do next? That is so weird. Like their whole narrative of their whole career kind of can change with one fight. Yeah. And they're like shot up completely or just. Well, a lot of those guys only fight twice a year. Mm -hmm. Some of them only fight one time a year. Um, You'll get the occasional title holder that'll fight three times in a year like Adesanya. He's more so like two times a year now. Um, But yeah, it's it's interesting. The weight divisions are really getting shaken up. Amanda Nunez gets taken down. She was minus 900. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wow. Like talk about. I mean, throw 10 bucks on the other drill. That's insane. Yeah. So it was a good weekend. And now, I mean, I was never a huge Tyrone Woodley fan. He got his ass worked by Kamara Usman. I think it was two years ago Mm -hmm. when Kamara fought for the title for the first time. Um, He doesn't excite me as much, but fuck, Jake Paul excites me. Yeah. There's something about him. I know. And he's doing it as much as you want to hate him. You have to admit he's doing a phenomenal job by number one winning and number two promoting these fights with like with still high level fighters. Yeah, like Ben Askren was nineteen and zero um, in Bellator, I believe. Bellator won championship. His other organization, we'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, he's not a great striker, but he's still a, a great fighter. Yeah, absolutely. Tyrone Woodley, five time title holder, great fighter. Not so much anymore, but. He's picking his poison really well. He is. And Jared's going to see this fight firsthand. He thinks Yeah, whole, you he, son of a gun. He thinks the whole thing is rigged. He thinks it's like wrestling. He thinks Woodley's going to take a bow and just get the payday and leave. Yeah, he's going to take the fall and then they'll both slip, split the pot under the table. So what do you think thing. about the $500,000 bonus that Jake Paul offered Woodley for a knockout? I mean, they'll just slip it under the table. Like, like hey, I'll take the fall and I'll give you a little, little off the top. Do you think it's thing. just so that Jake can continue his like undefeated streak and just like his rise to the top? Because I, I, so. I, like I said on the other podcast, I think these guys have too much pride for that. I think once you become a multimillionaire, like another big payday doesn't really appeal to you as much as like knocking out. Like you don't want to be the guy who loses to Jake Paul twice. Yeah, but money, I think money does weird things to people. It does. Yeah, and hot I also think Jake me. Paul wants to. That's not a hot take at all. It does, <laughs> definitely does weird shit to people. I think Jake Paul wants to do more than just fight too. Like he's been talking about um, creating a fighters union mm-hmm. for like MMA fighters or boxers so that they can get paid what they are deserved. Is that what his whole beef with Dana White is? He's yes. just saying UFC fighters are not paid well. Correct. Yep. Why is he taking that hill just to piss off Dana White? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> and he's doing a great job of it. I'm sure. Um, as much as Dana White can shrug that one off, it's like he it, it's he's losing sleep at night over it. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it. That's crazy. Um, but if you look at the UFC as a whole, like there's never going to be an organization. I shouldn't say never, but for a long time, there's never going to be an or- organization that trumps the UFC. Really? Well, their product. I, I, if you just watch a Bellator production versus a UFC production, which Bellator is essentially like number two in the rankings, it is worlds of difference, mm-hmm. big time. Because didn't Dana White buy it for like a million dollars, like way back? In the yeah, day? him and the um, the Zafa or Zufa brothers bought it for like four million, mm-hmm. 
and or something like that. And then Dana, and then they sold it for four billion. Yeah. Um, I they think they sold it to like WEC or some 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 it's investment group like yeah. that. Yeah. So, uh, and now the UFC is publicly traded. I am in on that. So I'm you technically a part now, owner. I'm technically a part owner. Yeah. Uh, fun fact here. Uh, back in the day, I think in the '90s, Shane McMahon wanted to buy UFC. Really? WWE, yeah. He would have tanked that thing so hard. Yeah. Or he would have turned it into something different than what it is now, which I can't see that being very successful. Yeah, I'm not sure what his vision was, but I see it as being you. like the XFL kind of. That would have been sick. Like, uh, you know, Shane McMahon's UFC is comparable to the XFL. Yeah, and how yeah. that all went down. That'd have been sick. I don't know, um, but no, I'm excited for this weekend. Um, on another hand, I'm also excited for Charlie Woods and Tiger Woods to suit up and play in the PNC this weekend. A ton of great just headlining events for yeah. you. I know it's a Ryan weekend. I know it's, it's a big, big Ryan weekend. Well, here's I thought the thing. last weekend was the Ryan weekend. I'll be at Christmas this weekend. Really? Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday morning. Damn. I'll be at Christmas, so I'll have the laptop with me. I'm, I'll definitely be popping that you open. Stream it. I yeah. fuck your laptop all weekend. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Um, are you guys? Are you guys gonna buy the? Are you gonna buy the fight? You'll be there, Jared. I, I don't I'll think I'll buy it. I'll I'll just go through the whole TikTok live yep. stream and just just yep. find those. Watch and you're not, as they get taken down. You're like, not streaming it illegally by doing that. No, other people are. You're just watching it on TikTok. Yeah, like people like have it in their glasses or like oh we're yeah. fucked it off the window behind them. I think that's. I fair do the game. same thing. Yeah, and then, and then they then, get taken down like, like rapid fuck. Speed. I gotta. Keep going. Right in the middle. Swipe, 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 swipe. You're swiping through like makeup tutorials. Yeah, it's like Tinder back in the day. You're like, you're just like looking for a booty call. It's like, swipe, 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 swipe. (laughs) Just at 10 p.m. at night on Saturday. Yeah, God. It'll be be right before the fight starts. Oh, Oh, of course. Yeah, exactly. Of course. Who is the person behind, who who scours the like TikTok and takes that shit down? I'm sure they just have some poor intern to do it. Someone has to do it. Right. Someone, that's someone's job. Big old narc. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty time. He's got to let us fly. Uh, who do you think wins the fight? Right now, Jake Paul is minus 260. Tyron Woodley is plus 210. I think Jake Paul wins. You think? And here's why. Tyron Woodley, short in camp, short notice. Uh, like what, two weeks notice? Wasn't he training for someone notice? else, though? <sighs> I if he He's not training like he did the I guess UFC. they always say they're always training. Yeah, exactly. You're not in camp. They're, yeah, they're going to one class a day, and that's probably it. Maybe coaching a couple more. But, um, I mean, Jake Paul, on my... App is minus two seventy five. Tyrone's this was this morning, so it might have changed. Yeah, so I mean, I'll probably just put twenty bucks on Tyrone win forty four. That's what and I'm thinking. If too. I lose it, I lose it. It's it is what it is. I do kind of like want to see Jake Paul win again, and I didn't think I'd ever want to say that, but for the fact that I just want to see who he fights next. Yeah, because he can't keep going. Like he's not going to go down. Like the his opponents have only gotten more impressive. Yeah, like, but if he loses to Tyrone Woodley, he's not going to get as great. Well, I shouldn't say that because. Whoever he does fight, you know, let's just say hypothetically he fights John Jones mm-hmm. after losing to Tyron Woodley. Well, the reason they're doing that is because John Jones is going to get a fat payday. Yeah. So he can go up in competition, I feel like, if he still loses. But the legacy portion of it, it, it just doesn't hold intact. Yeah. Like right now, his whole thing is he's undefeated or whatever. Yeah. But it is crazy how he has become the biggest payday in all of boxing. Yeah. If you want to make money, you fight Jake Paul. Yeah. Which, who would have thought that two years ago when he was fighting Nate Robinson? Fucking Nate whatever. Robinson, Deji. Uh, God, who else did he fight? I think just those two Askren. Deji, Nate, Nate Robinson, Ben Askren, and then Tyrone Woodley. Four, yeah, yeah he's, one he's, four, he's four now. Sure. Okay. He might have done some sort of amateur one at yeah. one point. But yeah, it's crazy. Do you think the tattoo aspect of the whole thing plays into a revenge for Tyrone Woodley? Because he has the I love Jake Paul tattoo he had to get. 
Maybe if he wins, he gets it removed. That apparently that's like oh his, really? His out or whatever thing? in the bet. Yeah. Okay. Because um, he had to get the tattoo just to get the rematch, and he went sure. through and got it. These side bets to me are so irrelevant. Yeah, probably. It's like whatever. I just want to see who wins. Like this, the whole side bet thing. You don't even really hear anything after the fight. Actually, after the fight is done, you don't hear anything about those side bets. That's true. And I guess if you're stepping in a ring with someone who wants to knock your head off, you're not thinking yeah. about the tattoo. You're like, oh, that's extra motivation. If yeah. you're not motivated to fight someone back when you're in the ring with them, you're probably yep. not going to get motivated. Yeah. So it'll be very interesting. Jared, I'm pretty jealous. Um, you'll have to send me some some Snapchats. Yeah, I'll film it on TikTok for you guys. Yeah, please, yeah, if you could, yeah, if you could, that'd be great. <laughs> what kind of seats you got? Do you know? I have no idea. Probably uh, front row. Wait, you could just Instagram live the whole thing, couldn't you? They're not going to stop that. Yeah, I could do that. Jared, what's going to suck is I, and I'm not, I do like boxing. I like watching Ryan Garcia and um, Tank Davis and guys like that. Like Lomachenko. Lomachenko, the high level fighters. But having to watch like the rest of the card is going to be fucking booty. Darren Williams and Frank Gore on the undercard. undercard. (laughs) I think we'll show up later. I like to see Frank Gore though. Yeah, I think that why cool. are they doing that? Because <laughs> I, I don't know. Darren Williams fighting Illini, him and D Brown. Yeah, that's big right. time. The the dynamic duo at f- the fighting Illini. That's a throwback, right there. Yeah, fuck Darren Williams. God, why is he doing that? He's probably broke now. <laughs> him I, and Frank, Frank Gore both broke. Frank Gore has been he was in the NFL for like thirty years. It can't have been all for fun. He's I know some sort of money problem. Well, and think of the CTE that Frank Gore has. He's going to add on to that by jumping in the boxing ring. Yeah. Sad. Plus he just has nothing to lose. Money talks. Apparently, yeah, he's, all his brain cells are gone. <laughs> Apparently. He's got one left. Um, yeah, I wonder what those guys are getting paid. Who knows? I Again, I'm a big... I, I'd rather just watch the UFC. I'd rather watch a shitty UFC card than watch Frank Frank Gore and Darren Williams. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. But not Jake Paul. I'd rather watch Jake Paul, I think, than a, a shitty UFC card. I wouldn't. Well, it's because you're, you're a part owner. I, that's, <laughs> you have financial... You have financial, you have financial. You have and I still have to buy the $70 pay-per-view. Once a month. So That's kind of, yeah. You'd think and pay would. six bucks a month for ESPN Plus for the other fights. You think they'd at least so give you dumb. a discount, like an no owner, owner discount. I know. I'm going to have to sell my stock here soon just to pay for these fucking pay-per-views. <laughs> we'll get Dana on the horn. Yeah. Yeah, fucking Dana. He's too busy losing sleep over Jake. We'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Well, we'll be excited. We'll watch that fight. Have fun, Jared. It'll be a good time. Yeah. I got excited. Jake Paul. You do? I got, yep. I got Woodley. But I think I, I think my head says Jake Paul, but I'm also just for the payday. I yeah, I think go Woodley. Okay. I mean, I'm going to bet on Woodley, but I'm taking Jake Paul. Yeah. Why I'm doing that, I don't know. <laughs> I, do this, I do the exact same thing. I, yeah, I, I fall in love with underdogs. Oh, big time. It's like, uh, I'm okay with losing 10 or 20 bucks. And if it does, if he does pull it off, great. I win money. If not, like, huh. I, I, was, I, streamed, I was right. <laughs> well, I streamed the fight on TikTok too. So yeah, I exactly. 50 bucks for that. <laughs> got other so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Thanks, TikTok. And thank you for our listeners. <laughs> Have a good jo- good luck this weekend. Win some damn money because we all need it right before the holiday season. Yeah, big time. Big time. Big time. Peace. Bye.